0: This is AgriPulse Daybreak West for Wednesday, May 4th. Good morning. I'm Jeff Daly. Here's today's headlines. Thousands of wells could go dry. Green pressure forces USDA Balancing Act and survey farmers struggling to get inputs. Many more drinking wells will go dry this year. The Department of Water Resources will soon publish new modeling results that predict more than 2,500 domestic wells will go dry. The number could change as DWR researchers further refine the models, but it's huge, according to Darren Palmas, a deputy director for drinking water at the State Water Board. He told the State Food and Ag Board yesterday the impacts will stretch from the entire Central Valley, reaching as far north as Redding. Keep in mind, about a 1,000 households lost water in the San Joaquin Valley alone last year, according to DWR data. You can read more about challenges ahead for well drilling in the AgriPulse West newsletter, hitting inboxes later this morning. DWR doles out $150 million for groundwater projects. The DWR has issued the first round of grant funding for managing critically overdrafted groundwater basins. About 20 local agencies have received $150 in total. The projects will focus on water efficiency, groundwater recharge, feasibility studies for alternative water supplies, and the installation of monitoring wells. DWR Director Carla Nemeth says the grants will, quote, "...help strengthen groundwater management, improve the reliability of those supplies statewide, and ensure access to safe and clean water." The announcement brought cheers from the Westlands Water District, which received $7.6 for various groundwater recharge and sustainability projects. General Manager Tom Birmingham said the money will be instrumental for implementing the Sustainable Groundwater Management Act. Nemeth and other DWR officials will discuss the funding this morning and Sacramento at the Association of California Water Agencies Spring Conference. Green pressure on ag has USDA performing balancing act. Ag Secretary Tom Vilsack said USDA is walking a fine line as it navigates competing pressures to produce more food, keep growers profitable, and address climate change. How do you make sure that American agriculture responds as it traditionally and historically always has responded to the crisis of the day while at the same time Maintaining profitable pricing levels and addressing climate, he said to a group of farm broadcasters and town for the National Association of Farm Broadcasting annual Washington Watch. Vilsack said that's a pretty tricky balancing act. I think we're navigating it. On the FAS front, Vilsack also defended the Ford Agriculture Service and USDA's record on trade, saying it is somewhat of a disservice to suggest that important work is not getting done because there's no foreign ag undersecretary. He said, we have a record level of exports. I have met with more ag ministers and counselors and secretaries, In the first 13 to 14 months, I've been on this job that I probably did in the first four years of the Obama administration. The secretary also said he expects USDA will receive a healthy group of applications for its $1 billion Climate Smart Grants program when the deadline closes May 6th, and said its $150 million program to expand meat processing capacity has already received. 24 applications before the May 11 deadline. Bilsack said May is going to be a busy month. He mentioned in particular an application from the Farmers for Soil Health Initiative. It includes the United Soybean Board, the National Pork Board, and the National Corn Growers Association, which is seeking to establish 30 million acres of cover crops on corn and soybean acres by 2030. Survey Farmers Struggling to Get Inputs not just a high price for inputs, it's a problem for farmers. Many producers are even having trouble getting chemicals and other products they need. That according to the latest Purdue University CME Group Ag Economy Barometer. Some 34% of producers surveyed in April said they had some difficulty in getting inputs they needed this year. 30% struggled to get needed herbicides. Fertilizer was a problem for 26%. 27% said getting machinery parts has been a challenge. But it's worth noting that 11% of the farmers surveyed already gotten notice that a supplier cannot deliver at least one crop input that was purchased for use last year. OSRA sponsor presses House for Passage. A Senate sponsor of the Ocean Shipping Reform Act yesterday pressed the House to pass the measure immediately at a hearing with Transportation Secretary Pete Buttigieg. Senator Amy Klobuchar, the Minnesota Democrat, said she just wants to get this done, warning that the more time spent deliberating leaves the door open for delays and adding that anything can happen in this town. Buttigieg acknowledged the U.S. supply chains are in an urgent moment and said the sooner OSRA is enacted, the sooner the Department of Transportation can begin to work with the Federal Maritime Commission on making good on the provisions in the bill. Klobuchar acknowledged talk of putting it in another bill, namely the China Competes bill. It's awaiting start of a conference, but said relying on such a large conference would allow months to go by blunting the message of the legislation to ocean carriers. Klobuchar added she really thinks it's time to move and work this through the House. Now take note, the House sponsor of the OSRA, Dusty Johnson, told AgriPulse last week it's more likely the OSRA passes as a part of the competes package, adding that House leaders want to negotiate the provisions dropped in the Senate version. And finally, here's today's He Said It. This is not like the movie Jurassic Park where scientists can reach into the freezer for a preserved specimen and clone it back to life. Extinction is forever. That Jonas Minton, a water policy advisor at the Planning and Conservation League, describing the rapid decline of Delta fish species during a legislative committee hearing. You can read more about a bill attempting to speed up Delta protections in the AgriPulse West newsletter. It's hitting inboxes later this morning. Well, that's Daybreak West for this Wednesday, May 4th. For the latest news out of Washington, D.C., visit AgriPulse.com. For AgriPulse Daybreak West, I'm Jeff Nally.